Hello, everyone. I'm Jenny Whittington, Ermia's Executive Director, and welcome to Ermia Matters, our podcast. So today I have two wonderful guests with me returning to the podcast. First, I have Gary Langsdale, Ermia's Education Manager. Gary, will you say hello? Good morning or good afternoon, everyone. Thank you, Gary. And my other guest today is Craig McAllister from the University of Miami. Craig, will you do the same? Hello, everyone. Awesome. So today we are um, going to be talking about Ermia's education plan and some tweaks we've been doing to it, the history of the education plan. And we'll do a little bit, uh, we'll share some information about the call for presentations for our spring programming. So I'd like to start off with with Gary talking about a little bit about the history of the education plan since you've taken it over. And for all the podcast listeners out there, if you can just give a little history about what Ermia's education plan is and how we're using it. Okay, thank you, Jenny. So Ermia has an education plan that is designed to meet the needs of our institutional members to provide them with a thoughtful way of getting education about important topics that are related to the core competencies that Ermia has put together that are important for higher ed risk managers. The education plan was developed first by Glenn Klinksick back in the teens, in the 2000 teens, which is longer ago than it sounds like. But in in any case, it's been around for a a number of years, but we are working hard now to tie the plan, which is to provide adequate uh, members' educational resources to these core competencies. And there are four core competencies. One is technical skills for risk managers. Second one is strategic management skills. Third is inclusive leadership, and the fourth is organizational engagement. So one of the things that we've done is forecast programs that fit each of these four core competencies so that risk managers will have a rounded set of information that's current, that's presented, that they can take a look at and make and emphasize any areas where they think that they'd like to hear more or do some refreshers. We are in the process of changing the regionals. Now, this is the silver lining to a dark cloud of COVID that it gives us an opportunity to take a look at the the spring conferences, and we're going to make them themed around these four core competencies generally. So there will be four sets of educational sessions that are timed, spread out a little bit. We don't want to jam everything into a day or two. It'll be spread out a little, but we're looking for presentations that will feed these competencies so that uh, perhaps in February, and I'm making this up, somebody might be interested in technical skills and the one in March might be more towards strategic management and so on so that risk managers can hear more and the affiliate members can hear more about these various topics. Then we're going to build more presentations as we go that will, in the future, fill out the program of 
presentations over time so that the risk managers can keep fresh on their education. Thanks, Gary. That was great. And I know, Craig, from your perspective as a board member, you watched the core competencies be shared with the membership several years ago, and you've been managing or overseeing this part of the strategic plan. Will you speak to how the education plan is working for you? Sure. When I joined the board in 2017, I was asked to chair the Professional Development Committee. And I've always found that for Ermia, I I consider that our true, our core competency as an institution is to provide professional development to our members, to really be that resource for higher education risk management. My thoughts had been that we take the core competency document that we had developed and making sure that we had educational materials that matched up with each of those competencies and their subcontent that goes with it for the headers underneath. So when we've taken the core competency, and and Glenn had done quite a bit of work on this, and Christine and now Gary, to take the core competency, making sure that we have appropriate sessions at the conferences, but now expanding that so that our webinars, our podcasts, and, and other, our virtual shows are able to provide the content that goes with that. And it's really tying that all together, ultimately, so that when somebody looks for a risk and needs wants education on that, and it matches up with the core competencies, that this all comes together. Thanks very much. That was a, a great explanation. So I know the, the core competencies, like Gary said, are divided into those four quadrants that I know that we've tried to embed in all of our conferences to date. And I know we just had a meeting earlier this week to talk about this kind of pivot plan for the spring 2021 conferences. So I know that we are planning to launch the call for presentations that the membership is usually really supportive of and anxious to hear about. So we are planning to launch the call for presentations on November 4th. So there will be specific guidance about which which subjects we're looking for. Now, Gary, I know in specifically in this in the education plan, the the last iteration that I saw of it, I know you're there are specific topics that you're looking for. And I know we still have, we have some in the pipeline that are, are being worked. Can you speak to that at all? Sure. So we have a number that are in the pipeline that we're hoping to push out between now and the spring sessions. We've got one that's coming up on the risk of virtual classrooms and labs, the presentation that we had earlier today. So the virtual labs is more of a technical risk management skill. Earlier today, we had a presentation about managing the risks of emotional intelligence, which is more about inclusive leadership, that core competency. We are working on one for age the age-aware risk manager, how to work with different def- demographics within your staff and your institution, which is more of an organizational engagement topic. And we've got one on coming on experiential education and, and one on uh, traumatic brain injury and what's going on um, in the courts with, with the concussion litigation. So those are ones that we've got coming that fit one or another core competency. But we're looking, you know, frankly, I'm flexible. We, I'm anxious to see what people want to present on and, and what they want to talk about that might fit this within the, this framework of these four competencies. Each one, ha- each competency has 
half a dozen sub-competencies. And we'll provide, as, as you mentioned, Jenny, a little bit more guidance about that so that people can see and have it top of mind. But we're pretty flexible. Uh, I think that there's plenty of room for creative ideas about presentations that will meet the needs of our members. And I know um, on the call earlier this week, Craig, we had talked about you've been part of the the annual conference programming group for a few various years. And we had, I I believe the goal was at 50% of each annual conference program. That was the target. So 50% of the breakout sessions should be aligned with the education plan. Can you speak to that structure a little bit? Certainly. The, by providing uh, content that matches up with the education plan, we're more of a guaranteed to have those topics covered. But the 50-50 split is there also so that our members are able to provide the content that they would like to and also brings in for the hot topics of the day. Many times, some of the best sessions we get are ones that come in at the last minute because they're covering that new risk, such as COVID-19 <laughs> and how everybody had to pivot on that starting in February and January last year. Yeah, that's a good point. And I know as we have uh, rethought of, reimagined the regional conferences in the spring, our target is to really have a program every week during the spring months. So two will be focused on the core competencies. One will be focused on a hot topic, if you will. And then one will be focused on, uh, will be more of a COVID conversation style or a Zoom or a breakout session so we can get together and have more of a roundtable discussion because Ermia is famous for our roundtable discussions and our members get so much out of it. And I know, Gary, over the years, you've led many a roundtable for Ermia. Can you speak to some of the advantages of those roundtables? It gives everybody the opportunity to participate in a much more active way, to feel like they're part of the conversation rather than just another presentation coming at them. I've always been a big fan of that, of being able to ask a question in the middle of the discussion or make a comment. Some of the best conversations that I've participated in have had that very active component where even the facilitator of the conversation is learning at the same time that everyone else is about what's going on. The perspective from a large school, a small school, a religious school, a state-related, everybody's got a got a uh, different perspective that bring very um, valid issues to the table and different aspects and thoughts about how to solve an issue. And Craig, I know you too have led, facilitated some of these discussions over time. And I think we all learned a lot through the, the virtual annual conference that we just did. I, I had a lot of fun facilitating some of the breakout groups. Are there any topics that you think that we should be looking at based on any of your current discussions? I know we'll have some COVID conversations coming up on just the changing landscape. I know I've been part of many calls lately where it's just the amount of change and the amount of plans that you go through during a day, the amount of fire drills (laughs) you go through a day can be pretty challenging. Do you have anything to offer about that? I want to echo what Gary was saying, that some of the best conversations come out of the roundtables, and that's because there is that free flow of information. And especially now where we're all working virtually, the more we can come together in sessions like this is is even more important for that sharing of ideas. 
we don't want to lose that connection to, that we have to our community. As far as you know, topics for the future, topics for now, I think that if we took any of our existing risks that we were concerned about and put the overlay of extra complexity from COVID on it, we could have a really good conversation. I do think that the return to international travel will be an interesting topic. I think the continuing of research and how we do that with different types of protection will be an interesting topic. And as I said, just what is the new normal when we're back on campus? We still will have students, we still will have faculty, we'll still have guests and employees and patients and everything that goes with this. How will we have to change to operate in the new environment? Terrific. And I know one of the things we did talk about earlier this week was the education plan when Glenn shared it with the board all those years ago in the teens, as Gary said. It really focused primarily on the annual conference. But I think in this day and age of virtual programming, it's a great time to expand the education plan across all of our channels. So that is one change for the podcast. And Craig will be a, a future podcast guest host for us. So thanks in advance for doing that, Craig. So we're really trying to use the podcast to be a, a different way of getting out some programming in a, in a in a different format. So I really, I wanted to give a shout out to all the members listening that we will be launching this call for presentations, but we are also looking for podcast material. We are always looking for insights, articles of depth, We have lots of ways to share the great work that you guys are doing. And we know that you guys are tremendously busy right now doing great work and solving problems. And we want to hear about it. So this is just basically a shout out to everybody listening to not be shy to reach out to any of us, any board member, any staff member. If you have an idea for some content, like Gary said, we are open-minded. And I think in this day and age where things are changing so, so quickly, we do have, we have the ability to bring programming quickly to, especially those roundtable discussions. And we are going to be doing a series of those. So Gary and Craig, did I leave anything out? Any closing comments before we wrap this up? Well, I, I just to echo that we are neutral as to the mechanism of delivery. You mentioned more material by podcast and insights articles and conversations and webinars. Who knows what the next technology will be that will adapt, but I think that we're looking forward to provide, continuing to provide great information to our members to help them in their journey to help their institutions. And I just wanted to say that we'll continue to remain flexible in how we provide our information. Our risk managers need to do that, and Ermia certainly will. Yeah, I appreciate that. And just, I just wanted to say a general shout out. Ermia is starting our, our membership renewal campaign. So we just want our membership to know how much we appreciate you, how much we look forward to your future years with Ermia. And you'll be getting lots of information from us <laughs> over the coming weeks about the dues renewal process. But we appreciate your membership. And thanks so much to Gary and Craig both that we really appreciate your time today. And look forward to having you on another podcast in the future. Thank you, guys. That's it for Ermia Matters this time. 
The Ermia Matters podcast is brought to you by the University Risk Management and Insurance Association. You can find and subscribe to the podcast on any podcast app. And while you're there, we'd appreciate if you'd give us a five-star review. And be sure to visit www.ermia.org. That's www.urmia.org to check out our wealth of online resources. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.